Thank you so much for being here on the next episode. Learn, grow, do, repeat with Jamie Tatino. Look, I created this podcast to be able to give back, connect with like-minded people, people like you, people like me, who are out there chasing those goals, chasing those dreams and turning them into a reality. Be sure to like, comment and share at the end of the episode. Also, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Again, thank you for being here. Let's get into it. Hello, hello, and welcome to the next episode, Learn, Grow, Do, Repeat with Jamie Tatino. So today I'm joined uh, by two people at the same time, two incredible guys who have uh, who have come together to run an incredible podcast called The Metaminds. Uh, but individually, we have Dan, who's, who's a psychologist, who is now uh, completing his master's in counseling. Uh, and just for fun, as a hobby, he runs a uh, YouTube channel giving tech reviews. It has over 26,000 subscribers. Uh, and he's also a commercial drone pilot. And then we have Amon on the other side, who is a, who runs his own video production company. He's been doing that for seven years now uh, and works with small to medium-sized businesses. And I tell you guys, some of his content is really good. Uh, I was watching some of it these last couple of weeks. Uh, and he's always had the creative mind and been the visionary since day one. Uh, as I mentioned, they come together to do the Meta Minds podcast, uh, ultimately helping you to create uh, and master your mindset to get the most out of your life. Uh, guys, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us on, man. Thank you so much, man. So just so everyone knows, which one's Dan and which one's Amon? Just so for those who are watching and then listening. And then I'm Amon. And awesome. Thanks so much for being here, guys. I really appreciate it. Uh, I know we're on a bit of a schedule, so we're going to really keep this one short, sharp, and super powerful. Uh, but we do start with rapid fire, which is about 20 questions, 21 questions. Uh, that's quick questions, quick answers. You guys ready? Yeah. Let's do it. Favorite song right now. Wow. Um, I have to check my Spotify for that one. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, that's a. a Guys, I'm going to go with Heartbeat by Childish Gambino. Oh, wow. Yeah. back, dude. Yeah, I've been listening to that one a fair bit at the gym, actually. I'm going to go with Apricots by Bicep. Bicep. So you're at the gym and you're listening to a guy named Bicep. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite song to get pumped up to? Check my Spotify again. Um, <laughs> expect questions like this. I I want to say the same because like just the beat behind heartbeat gets okay. me really into the gym, pumps me up. Uh -huh. Yeah, I kind of want to say the same. Keep your distance by Amir Van. That's a, that's a finisher on the gym. That that track. Let me tell you. All uh right, -huh. uh -huh. good. Favorite movie. Probably Shawshank Redemption or wow, really? Dark Knight. Mm. Weird. Huge. Dark Knight's good. Yeah. Man, I don't, know if I, I don't know if I have one for that. It's uh, anything by Christopher Nolan. I'll go with The Prestige. Okay, yeah. good, good. Favorite book? Um, the Power of Now, Eckhart Tolle. I'm going to go with The Third Door by Ooh, Alex Benoni. It is your favorite, isn't it? Yeah. Favorite color? Purple, and then you have to say, Yeah, I guess purple, metaphorically. <laughs> or the, the other, true, or the branding's purple. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 okay, okay. Uh, go to meal, um, Some sort of tofu stir fry. I have a, a big uh, oats and protein with a bunch of different stuff in a smoothie every morning. Nice, nice, yeah, so cool, cool. Forward to that every day. Favorite TV show, Billions. Mm. Cool. Um, for me. <laughs> Probably Seinfeld, I gotta say. I watched nice. that for a Okay. Amon was a little bit like, what? That's the best thing to come up with? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? I don't know. Uh, first job. What was that? First job. 
first job. Oh, pizza. I was at a, a pizza restaurant. I was in a big, big eagle suit at Eagle Boys waiting. <laughs> like 35 degree heat. It was, it was crazy. Good <laughs> way, way to stay in shape. Yeah. Hungry Jacks for me, which is like Burger King for other people out there. Love it. This is good. This is interesting doing it with two people. I haven't done it like this before. It's good. Uh, you get so many different perspectives. I something about him as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, your biggest sporting slash celebrity idol growing up? Probably like Cristiano Ronaldo, I guess. Oh, I says, uh, I like this rapid fire round. Definitely puts you on the spot. I yeah. didn't, didn't have many like sporting idols as such. Probably more directors, and I suppose we'll have to go with Chris Nolan as well. He's pretty good at soccer. Yeah, dude, he <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, one thing that you hate or dislike, and you can't say coriander. Oh wow! I literally wouldn't I just, say yeah. coriander. <laughs> okay. Did you say you? Did you say you can't say coriander to everyone? Yeah. Oh wow! It's, okay. Is it a very common answer? Is it? Absolutely. Right. I love coriander. Um, Same here. Like, so I'm like, yeah, I'm. Throw it on, I don't mind. <laughs> mine, mine would be vinegar. Vinegar? Yeah. Wow. There's a story behind that, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Some abusive childhood thing. Yeah. So I'm going to give a little bit deeper of an answer. I would say that I hate that human collective consciousness are unable to see that, that egos are destroying the planet. I like it. Okay. Vinegar and the people who kill in the world. Yeah. <laughs> um, funniest or craziest thing you've done? Craziest thing. Probably not allowed to say that. <laughs> um, last year I did a um, eight day hike in Switzerland um, and that was insane finishing at the Matter- Matterhorn. Um, very mentally and emotionally challenging and and physically yeah (laughs) absolutely um that's a tricky one i want to say funniest thing okay so when i lived in spain i was trying to get onto the soccer team so as someone crossed the ball over for me to head it it went a little lower than expected and kind of hit me in the um, delicate region and i scored the goal and after that, I actually got on the team. I don't know if that was like a contributing factor. It could have been. Who knows? But uh, that was hilarious for everyone. When you said a little bit lower, I thought you might have said hit in the shoulder or hit in the chest. But that's like a <laughs> lot lower, isn't it? Like, yeah. Got on a little bit. I had to yeah. sit out for the rest of the game. But I got on the team. So. <laughs> hey, and you scored. You got your name on the score sheet. So that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, are you more book or audio book? Audio book. Summer or winter? Winter. Summer. It's like a weird thing. I'm getting like two answers and it's like, I don't know who to listen to. <laughs> um, what's something that you haven't done yet that you really want to do? Well, I really wanted to go on another podcast. This is the first time we've both been on a podcast together. Wow. All right. This is good. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll go with that answer as well. Okay. Metaminds together podcast. I like it. I like it. Sum up your mindset in one word. Discipline. Consistent. Proudest moment personally, proudest moment professionally. Proudest moment professionally was 
when I destroyed a limiting belief by sitting with a high ticket client um, and charged them $10,000 for one video. Um, I was so nervous, but when I did it and they did not even blink, I realized that I could have charged more and I realized the full value of what I'm really offering and who I am as a person um, that potentially could double as both or have a think about personal, uh, but that was more professional. Yeah, I think for me, professionally would be just kind of like sitting with discomfort throughout a lot of my, my counseling career. So I had a lot of limiting beliefs surrounding like what it would be like to be a counselor, how I would be competent in that space. Um, and I think that's that kind of fear is within all of us in most situations that we're in. And I, I almost had to use that, that fear as fuel. And I still use that when I'm in kind of situations that I'm uncomfortable with. So I think for me, it was just, again, being consistent and trying to be resilient throughout the mm -hmm. process of sitting with the discomfort and the fear. Uh, and that's kind of personal and professional for me to, yeah. to get into that yeah. space, the counseling space and to help people in the mentoring space as well. Absolutely. No, so, so personally, like a couple of months ago, really realizing that I am actually living my dream life. And that allowed me to then open up a new vision of the future and start working towards that vision of the future because I had actually achieved and actualized my dream life. That's awesome. Well done, guys. They're good, really good answers. Well done. Thanks for that. Uh, tell us something that no one knows about you. Hmm. You can deep fire, man. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we haven't even started yet. This is only like three quarters yeah. of the way through rapid fire. <laughs> <laughs> good question does it usually take a while for people to answer these yeah, yeah definitely okay some people cool. are quick but some people are a little bit like uh. yeah. they're mindful on which one they choose that no one they, they've got a few things that no one knows and they're mindful of which one they say of course yeah Oof, okay um okay so when i was in England, I played on a like professional football ground before a game happened because we won like a competition and we got to play on the football ground. And even though I was in defense, a little bit of my ego came through and I wanted to <laughs> score a goal and show off because there were scouts around. Um, but I hit the crossbar and then the other team scored. So it was kind of all on me <laughs> as to why they scored. All, all the sports stuff coming out about you that I yeah. never knew. Yeah, this is awesome. Um, so it's kind of hard to find something that nobody knows, but something that not many people at all know that we are hopefully soon to discuss in the podcast is that I'm pretty obsessed with nootropics and just, uh, mm. you know, smart drugs essentially and trying to find different things because I feel that I have an acute sense of how things affect me. Uh, and I'm always looking to kind of hack my way to, to, you know, experience consciousness at its, at its peak, I suppose. Definitely. I've definitely gone on and I did a recent episode with uh, the CEO of Shine, uh, Steve of the Nootropics. And um, yeah, I've got, since then I've learned so much about it, dived into it. And awesome. uh, yeah, there's some cool stuff out there. I can tell you that much. There's some really good stuff out there. Um, here we go. The greatest failure, and you can substitute failure for any other word if you choose to, your greatest failure that ended up being your best lesson. There's been a few. <laughs> yeah. um, I've got one that's kind of coming up. So during like when I did my web development degree in TAFE, I basically I was like, I didn't know who I was. I had kind of like these limiting beliefs surrounding like 
if I could even achieve that and um, where I wanted to go with my career and my future. So I actually failed that course and I didn't get my diploma of web development. But during that process, I met a really good friend who I'm still you know, in contact with, but I also had like a really profound conversation with my teacher who actually helped me kind of unlock this, this drive to want to work with people and help people and kind of help people achieve their dream life. Like that was something that just kept coming up. And it was something that happened after a few sessions where I was basically, I had to admit, like, I'm going to fail this course. There's no way I'm going to pass it. And he sat down with me, he spent time. And that was kind of the catalyst that made me want to get into psychology. Um, so that was massive. And that was like a failure that turned into mm. the reason as to why I want to help people and create a dream life for people. That's really cool. Nice. And so mine would be that um, my ego destroyed my first big relationship. And so I was forced to learn exactly who I actually am and understand re real relationships between men and women and how I need to act as a man. Love that. Nice share. Nice share. Uh, if you could choose to have lunch with any one person in the world, two hour time limit, where would it be? And where would it be? Um, mine would be Aubrey Marcus. Uh, hopefully soon to get him on a, on a podcast. He's one of our dream, dream guests. Uh, he's influenced me a lot. In terms of where, wherever he wants, bro. <laughs> 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 I love it. Um, so I want to say Alex Benign because that was the first audiobook that really kind of sunk in for me. And that concept is something I still try to um, use in my everyday life. And I think that concept has really helped us kind of find our dream lives and really push boundaries. Love that. So again, like whenever he's available, <laughs> like, <laughs> wherever, bro, do you want to go to KFC? Whatever. <laughs> whatever works. I don't even, yeah, I love that. I love that. Love it. Uh, what was 10 year old Dan and 10 year old Eamon like? Mm, I'm, I'm going to go, go ahead and say we were both kind of nerdy, both kind of into tech, into tech uh, video games, a little bit like socially introverted, maybe didn't have as many friends trying to figure it all out. Would that be accurate? Yeah. And I think like we spoke about before the podcast, like a high frequency of, of thoughts um, mm. and quite um, obsessive, almost like compulsive in, in our actions. So very introverted. And that comes along with, with like that whole introspection and being able to look in yourself and, and think a lot. So it's like mm. just thinking is basically what-, what Obviously minus some of the self-awareness that came later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of unguided thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that. Just, just spinning, just going, going, going and not really knowing what's actually- happening there uh second last question so you guys have done well to get this far most people sort of conk out sometimes but we're uh, we haven't given up so well done uh what's one quality trait skill belief value that you know you would say is consistent across the closest say five friends but the one that's the most important to you discipline again and mine would be integrity <laughs> I like it. I like it. Last question. Your favorite superhero? Ooh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go against the grain here and say I'm not a fan of superheroes. Sorry, dude. Oh. <laughs> you got all the way to the end and then you want to bail out at the end? You just yeah, like, sorry. not subscribing to your social conventions. I'm <laughs> okay Iron Man. Iron Man. All right. I like it. We'll, we'll try and get one out of you. Yeah. <laughs> Later. 
Love it. Well, guys, well done. That is rapid fire. You successfully made it through. You can definitely put it on your resume now. Yes. I like it. Uh, look, tell us one thing uh, outside of rapid fire now. Tell us one thing that you learned about yourself during COVID. Something that was huge for myself and I'm still learning it to this day. And, you know, for the longest time I was like, oh yeah, you know, human social interaction doesn't matter. Like it's all good, whatever. Like, you know, I don't really need it or whatever, but it's insane that like, it's just one of, if not the most important things is mm. true, genuine human connection. Cause that releases, um, what's it called? Not serotonin, not dopamine. Oxytocin. Oxytocin, right? Yeah. And that is essential for us to survive for our immune systems. You know, Joe Dispenza talks a lot about this. And when you are alone, and I actually, you know, at the start of COVID, moved out by myself to a, a, a unit, which obviously didn't really help my situation. And, and we've been incredibly lucky in Australia, right? But just like I've been really trying to focus more on true, genuine human connection. And we have a, an episode dropping about this very soon. So, you know, when I'm with people, like putting my phone down, really paying attention, asking questions, trying to build better connections with people. Mm. It's insane, the fulfillment and like what you actually get out of that. 100%. Actually being present in the moment, like actually like wanting to have a conversation, not half on the phone, half talking, half thinking about tomorrow. Yeah, Yeah, man. Cool. And it's so common as well. True. I think I learned, like I, I would definitely agree with that, but just for a different answer, just the resilience of people around me and the clients I work with Mm. like to again we've been very fortunate and we've been very lucky in our situation but I've worked with some people who have not been so lucky and just to see their resilience and to see how their mind has kind of evolved and developed to to reframe things and to kind of I guess destroy their limiting beliefs around what is possible um, that has been really amazing and it's kind of helped motivate me um, just to just just to push through, you know, like we have been very lucky, so there's no reason for me to complain. But if I can help um, some people who are really struggling, that mm. mean a lot for sure. I completely agree with that, and and it's it's almost like not that you didn't have a choice to be strong, but you were sort of pushed into a corner a little bit. It's like it was tough times. Like there's probably nothing as as tough as what we had to go through, and it was like you said, it was so good to see so many people actually stand up to mm. that. Uh, and I think even more so now, the people that probably didn't get the, the best end of the, the stick, actually were able to reach out for help. I think it became a really good community. I, I can speak only here in Melbourne. In my social network, there's a lot of people reaching out, a lot of people talking uh, and help with each other. And, you know, I never saw that in 2019 or prior, you know. Um, yeah. So like you said, I, I, and that sort of goes on to the human connection part of it. People really connecting on a completely different level uh, as well. I think it's definitely started a new conversation around 100%. mental health in general, yeah. like something yeah. that is still can be taboo. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's definitely come to the forefront because people are struggling every single day, regardless of what's happening. Correct. But this has kind of forced us into a corner where it's it became like, real. Yeah, yeah, it became yeah. real because we all deal with this now. Yeah, exactly off. right. Yeah. yeah, you can't just yeah, you can't brush it off or you can't hide it because we were all facing the same pandemic, um, yeah. which is which is awesome. So I have to ask a question. Where did you guys actually meet? Oh, this is a good story. <laughs> so <clears throat> one cold winter evening. I'm actually not sure, sure what the season was, but yeah. <laughs> so it's a Friday night and we're down. It's funny because we now live in the same suburb that we, that we met in. Yeah. Um, and we're down at the local table tennis hall. And we're both playing table tennis. 
And then Dan walks over because I was friends with his friend's little brother because I was in his grade or whatever. And uh, I think we were going to play each other on the same like table that night, which yeah. rarely happened because Dan was way better than me at the time. <laughs> and I just turned to him for some reason, like I had a bout of confidence. I was like, what's your name? And he goes, I'm Batman. <laughs> And from that point forward, we were best friends. Yeah. And uh, he's, he still saved his Batman on my phone and on my Facebook. So yeah. I still associate him as Batman. And just for the record, now I am, in fact, better than Dan at table tennis. And now I'm Robin and you're Batman. <laughs> kind of. It sounds like Batman is your favorite superhero. Well, I didn't say, I didn't say, I mean, well. So you got it out of him. Well done, Dan. Yeah, we got it out of him. him. And after that, the, the crazy thing is like, we met, became like, relatively close not crazy close and then we disconnected for a very long time and then the reason that we reconnected was Eamon won a giveaway on my YouTube channel that was a (laughs) randomly selected giveaway and I was going to send it to him in the mail and he was like I'm I'm local man like why don't you just drop it off basically and then we started chatting and then from there I guess now I'm stuck with Eamon (laughs) (laughs) now I'm stuck with now we're Batman and Robin (laughs) yeah Yeah. I love that good to hear so who actually won that match though did you end up playing each other that night? I don't recall. I oh, yeah, I don't know. Mine. We'll just say it was a draw. We'll just say it was yeah, a draw. Yeah, let's just say that. Yeah. I don't even know if there are draws yeah, in table tennis, but, you know, we'll just say it was. Uh, yeah. Love it. Um, so, look, guys, you, you both, you know, in a way do completely different things, but come together for an incredible cause, obviously, in doing the podcast and Metamind. And, you know, I've listened to, I don't know, half your episodes, and, and they're incredible. Some of the, like, how vulnerable you guys are, I have to say that as well, like, is, is incredible how much you put yourselves out there into even like in some of the answers you gave, like they weren't just top shelf sort of stuff. They were quite thoughtful, um, which I really respect and appreciate. Uh, how did it all sort of happen? Like where did one, the MetaMinds thing come from? Where did your journey sort of come to a spot where like, let's do an actual podcast sharing on this topic? Yeah. So I know, it's, I know it's a very big question, a very broad, but yeah. No, we, yeah, we, we got there. So <laughs> <laughs> we got it, man. We got it. <laughs> so essentially after we started to kind of reconnect, you know, obviously Dan's a counselor, so he's got that analytical mind. And as we mentioned, both when we were very young, we've always had a kind of an analytical mind, which has been a huge blessing, but also a huge curse. You know, we overthink things and it's just, you know, pushed us into corners, made us a little bit loners and made it, made it really hard for us to actually get where we wanted to go. Um, but then also we can kind of come to conclusions that potentially maybe a lot of people aren't lucky enough to come to because we just ruminate on the topic for so long. That's why I say it's a blessing and a curse. And so what I found and why we continue to hang out was we just had deep conversations every time we hung out. We both left just super energized, like, oh my God, what was that? We never had that with anybody, you mm. know? And we were doing that for like, what, like three, four yeah. years? And then one day it was like, dude, there's a lot of value here. Like, we're very confident that a lot of what we're talking about here, maybe not for the masses, you know, but we're certain that there's a lot of people out there that maybe aren't aware of some of the things that we're talking about and maybe don't see them in the light and the way that we see them or present them or understand them as ourselves. So we're like, why aren't we recording this and putting this as a podcast? We kind of chatted about it maybe a year before that. Mm-hmm. And then within three days, one, our first podcast was online. Wow. Uh, it was pretty bad, uh, <laughs> as they all are. That's our journey. 100%. Start. And then we've had essentially a weekly podcast ever since then, and that was basically two years ago. So yeah. it's, it's, it's just based on you guys talking for two or three years being like, well, like we connect well, we've got great value here. Why don't we try and share it? And in the space of three days, it's like, cool, let's start a podcast and let's yeah. put it out there. Yeah, well, I guess even the interesting thing was, you know, on, on the kind of theme of limiting beliefs and what we think, like, for example, like some of our early thoughts was, 
why are we the type of people to put out a podcast? Mm. How is anyone going to resonate with our message? You know, is this going to be valuable for anyone? And that was like something that we would talk about. And it got to the point that those limiting beliefs were created by this imaginary voice that we have in our head. No one's ever said that to us. And even if they did, that's fine. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. So we kind of just got to the point where it was like, no, seriously, man, like, why are we not doing this? Like, we've had some amazing chats. We've gained a lot out of this. And if one person gains something, why not do it? Why not give it a go? And the crazy thing is, like, the podcast has been such an amazing self-development tool within itself, which is just mind-blowing. But- so what, what what was it, though, that drove you guys to actually take that step to do it? Because you guys sort of mentioned in that rapid fire section a fair bit, you know, about limiting beliefs. And I've noticed that you're obviously very well educated, both of you guys. Um what was it that you said actually like let's do this so like let's register the name let's record let's do it so both of us are content creators i have a youtube channel dan has a youtube channel i'm a music producer you know dan's a counselor like we're both creative and we love creating things and yeah we just kind of like literally realized that it's like why aren't we creating a podcast like there is value here. It was, it, it was literally that simple. And then we were like, yeah. oh yeah, why not? And then the hardest thing was coming out with name. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then we were just like landed on that and we were like, yeah, that's it. Boom, let's go. And yeah. But why that moment though? Like why then? You said it was three years and a year of talking about like, what happened in that moment. I think like, cause we had many, many conversations about it. And I think it was literally just in that moment, like in that session, those questions that I just brought up then, some of those limiting beliefs or, or thought patterns that maybe other people have put on us, we literally like sat there and had a session of destroying those limiting beliefs. Like we sat there, we recognized them, we kind of discovered why they were there. Like, you know, has someone said What's something like that us? to us? And then another thing that I think was a big catalyst for change was, you know, we looked into some of the statistics around podcasts and I might butcher this, but I think the number was, on average, after 13 episodes, podcasts stop. People stop after 13 episodes. And we didn't want to just be another statistic. Mm, we didn't mm. just want to do this willy-nilly and just go, all right, we'll nice, try out a podcast. Nice. We've done it. It's like, I think one thing that Eamon and I both have, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we really do have pride in what we do. And there's no point in our eyes of doing something to that level just because like we actually want to have totally some kind of grit and substance to it. And there was some purpose to it as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. that was the yeah. big thing. We're like, okay, well let's do this and let's do it properly. And then literally like, I think we filmed three episodes before we even released one. Awesome. So in those three days prior to releasing it, we were like, we came up with the ideas, came up with the name, set everything up. And then we're like, let's film three. So then we're backed up. So we're not just going one. And then we might do one in two weeks. It's like, we had three, we had three weeks Correct. of content. And then after the second awesome. week, we shot again. So would you suggest that of, you know, sort of sitting down with someone? Because that's what I was trying to get at is, like you said, you sat down and you, you know, sort of spoke about those limiting beliefs and those fears and those things that are holding you back, that, that voice in your mind. Would you suggest that that's a, obviously a powerful tool or a process to do if there is someone listening that's like, I really want to do a podcast or I really want to ask that girl or guy out on a date. I really want to play football. I really want to play soccer and score a goal, not really using the right body part. Um, you know, <laughs> whatever, whatever it is, like, would you yeah. suggest that that's a really powerful tool process to go through? Yeah, I think that's um, probably one of the most vulnerable positions that you can be in, but it is the most powerful in terms of transformation because you're accepting potentially limiting, but like, because a lot of these limiting beliefs and thoughts, they might ruminate on a subconscious level. Like, you know, your parents might've said you're going to fail at this, or 
peers are doing, you know, better than you in an academic level. So you might go, well, I'm never going to succeed in life. Mm. The school system is focused on academics, you know, but the reality is it's like sitting down and actually naming what it is that is stopping you can be the most powerful thing. Anything that you're struggling with, actually naming it and, and talking about it it disarms it. It takes away some of the power of that thing that feels so powerful because you're internalizing it. But even if you have a friend, writing it down can be really powerful, putting it on paper. Mm -hmm. So to go one deeper, I'm not sure if you mentioned at the start there, but MetaMinds Online is a mentoring service uh, that helps conscious people destroy limiting beliefs. That's the whole thing. And so we believe that everything that you are not doing is a limiting belief. And I'll give you a silly example, one that I always say to kind of frame it to people, is what you are doing right now is sitting on a chair, right? And you have a belief around that chair that it is there to sit on, right? But what if it's firewood, you know? But you're not using it as firewood because you believe it's one thing. So you're, li- you're limiting your beliefs by believing it's one thing when it could actually be another thing. And you can do this with everything, you know? And so it's like, why aren't we starting a podcast? It's like, I could never do that because of this or this or this. And whatever beliefs you have stacked on top of that, they are all limiting beliefs stopping you from doing something yeah. so if you can yeah. recognize those and do the work around those to push through them that's how you achieve your dream are you looking for that next book maybe something to help you take control and remove those barriers to ultimately see you achieve what you were destined for be great a book i wrote that dives deep into building the self-belief and mindset and also touches on the six key elements to achieving greatness it's easy to consume and to take action on get your signed copy today at www.begreatthebook.com. Enjoy. Yeah, good, good. And that was another thing, you finished it off there, like living your dream lives. It's like, you know, some some people might say, you know, how is that possible? Like, I don't even know what my dream is. I don't even know what my dream life should be. I don't even know, you know, if I'm even close to that, I'm doing something that I hate or I'm whatever it might be. Yeah. How did you guys, in a way, like make that happen? Like get to where you are now? Yeah, so it was a process to kind of discover the language around it and actually put name, like name the things that we're talking about. But, you know, we've always been like very motivated. It's a self-development podcast. Obviously, we always want to push to the next level with everything we're doing, Mm. whether that's nature or nurture or any, you know, combination of the two. We just happen to be the type of people that want to push to the next level. So we're very lucky and and grateful to to be, to have those traits. Um, but yeah, it took a while to kind of really name that that's what we're doing. But it's like, we kind of realized that what we're doing is trying to achieve our dream life, right? It's like, yeah, it's like we want to be a bit better, but it's like, you could say it that way. Or you could say, you know, we're trying to achieve our dream life. And then it's like, okay, so what is it that we're actually really trying to achieve? What does our dream life look like? What does our dream life feel like? What is a day in our dream life? Yeah. And this is the first session that we do in our eight-week mentoring program is discovering what your dream life is. And mm. it's so funny because to just, you know, dive a little bit deeper again, a lot of people have a limiting belief that they think that they don't know what their dream life is. So that's the first limiting belief that we have come is that establishing that you do actually have an idea of what your dream life is. And it's pretty damn clear. You just have to ask the right questions to get that right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I love that. I love that. For you, for you guys, do you think that, you know, using the podcast as a, you sort of said, it's like it's helped you guys sort of grow uh, and evolve in your own way. Do you think that sort of unlocked other potential in what you do outside of the podcast? So one of our theories is content theory, right? And we have an episode on this. I would encourage people to go and check it out. But in, in short, creating and releasing content about the things that you love will get you to places that you could never even think of. And I'm sure you are in the same position, right? Absolutely, 100%. But the amount of opportunities that have come for both of us because yeah. we have a podcast is yeah. insane, right? Yeah. 
Because at the start, like, yeah, we had a clear vision of what we wanted, but we didn't know that we were trying to make a thing or what consequences it may have. But the, like, the amount of clients or job opportunities or things that have fallen into our hands because we yeah. release content, you never know yeah. who's watching. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, 100%. And just on like a personal note, it's a therapeutic process mm. to create content, especially something you're actually passionate about. Mm. And yeah. that's like one of the clear things, like when you're talking about dream life or limiting beliefs, you like when we work with clients, when I'm sitting down with a client and trying to unpack their dream life, you really have to kind of label what it is that other people have told them they should do and what it is that they actually want to do. Yeah. Because yeah. you'll find a lot of the time, a lot of our narratives and a lot of the decisions we've made in life are because of other people. We're fearful of not achieving something because someone set an expectation or a standard of us. And it's actually unpacking like, well, actually, I don't agree with what my dad, mom, sister said. I don't agree with that. That's what mm -hmm. they believe. And that's fine. And I can accept that. But I don't agree with that. And I want to do this. And that's completely fine. So I think in that kind of vein, like it's, yeah, it's been such a therapeutic process, like especially yeah. for me going through school, struggling, moving from England to Australia, not having friends, not knowing who I was, like mm -hmm. I put down um, to my self-development as, as creating has been one of the biggest tools to help me find myself because it's put me out there. I've had to be vulnerable. I've had to deal with, you know, hateful comments or people expecting things of me. And yeah, it really makes you assess yourself internally it's quite a powerful uh, process to put yourself in completely agree and you know and it sort of goes back on what you said at the start about you know covid and when it's like you know we, you still get that connection like look we're connecting obviously via zoom on the other side of the country like you said the opportunities that it opens to meet people build your social so circle but then also like that self-confidence of you know having a conversation talking to someone and being the host, like doing homework, learning. Like I learned so much just by learning about you guys mm. before we even did this show, you know? So I, th I think it's almost like a, it is an educational tool for the host, but then it's also incredible to be on the other side of it as well, where you still get to learn and even say, like you said earlier, saying it out loud, writing it down on paper, it becomes real. Yeah, you know? yeah, 100%. And you can, um, you can have chats off camera about one thing, but when you're doing it on camera, you just like, you can really see the thoughts as something yeah. else and different yeah. things. Like you really form the theory while you're doing the thing. Totally. Which gives you the confidence of what totally. you're talking about. Love that. Love that. Yeah. Good call. You mentioned Dan there uh, that, you know, you might have a limiting belief or just some sort of thought, that voice in your head because your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, the next door neighbor, school yeah. teacher said something to you. If someone does have some sort of resentment, whatever it may be some sort of feeling towards one of those people because of something they said that's replayed in their mind a million times what is a good process for them to start breaking through that because again ultimately it's probably going to be holding them back to really achieving what it is living their dream life yeah everyone deserves uh, to live their dream life so what is a number one step like you know first thing someone should do if they feel in that way is this yeah i'd say the first step is to name it to discover what that dream life is so you have to, and this is a process you can do on your own or with someone else. Um, it's just sitting down and recognizing that, like I said before, what someone is saying is their truth. And that's something that they believe and that's completely fine. And one of the big therapies that I work on is acceptance and commitment therapy. So it's the idea that you're working towards a committed future self through your values and not everyone shares similar values. So if someone's telling you something, that's coming from their truth and that's completely fine. But it's the idea of almost not attaching to every thought and comment that comes in. And this is kind of the process of mindfulness in general and, and challenging your ego 
but it's the idea of really sitting with yourself and feeling in your body like when you say something like i want to have a plant-based diet let's say for example and other people in your family are like no you've got to eat meat it's like that's completely fine that's their truth and you don't have to challenge that mm. but you can accept that that's their truth but you don't want to live that way anymore so it's the process of accepting that other people have their opinions and recognizing that your values are i want to live a more conscious plant-based life therefore my actions are going to be mm. this way instead of re resistance because resisting something is also taking you back a step you know if you're going to resist and try to challenge someone's beliefs Firstly, you're probably not going to get anywhere because it's so ingrained into them. But secondly, it's like, it's your ego trying to attack another ego. Mm. It's the process of really understanding why you want to do it and not why someone else has an opinion on something. So but to, to, to zoom out a little bit there, <clears throat> I think your, your, your question was maybe more directed at the limiting beliefs thing. It's like, what we're finding with a lot of our clients is that they don't even recognize that they have limiting mm. beliefs. You know, everyone has a belief system. They believe something about something, right? Yeah. But they don't even realize that a belief that they have is blocking them from getting where they want. So the 100%. first step is actually recognizing the limiting beliefs. Mm. And then you can start to do the work around them to say, why do we have that belief? Correct. What we do about that belief. You know what I mean? So and sometimes it takes time to find that because, you know, you know, so in our imprint stage zero to seven, it's probably imprinted then when you don't even remember something happening. Exactly. Uh, and it there's probably one scenario uh, you know, and I'll, I'll be open here. There's one thing that happened to me when I was probably seven or eight years old, uh, and uh, we we're out for dinner and with family and friends. And I don't know, I was just growing up, and maybe I was a bit older, probably like maybe closer to ten. Uh, and I was eating, I just just ate a lot. Like, I don't know, I was just growing. I was I wasn't overweight. I was just just would always eat. And my dad said out loud to everyone, "He's like this kid just doesn't stop eating. One day he's going to be like overweight uh, when he gets older." So from that moment, like around food i was always very mindful I was like, am, I, am i going to really get become overweight if i eat too much mm. and it was only until i turned about maybe 22 23 when i started to realize that like i can go to the gym or there's other ways of eating and i can manage my weight and i can train and i can exercise and i can eat different food and i can monitor it and yeah. then sort of allowed that to go but that what from when i was like eight to ten years old so what's that 12 years that it was with me um and only now doing some more of the work I can understand well that small moment. I still remember the exact restaurant. I remember exactly where we were sitting, uh, the entire the entire thing that happened, uh, and look, it lasted that long. That's really powerful, man. Thanks for sharing that. And yeah. something that something that is so powerful about that. And Dr. Gabo Mate says this a lot is that trauma, because that's what that's trauma that you just said. Absolutely. That. It doesn't necessarily have to be traumatic. You know, yeah. a lot of people think of trauma and it's like, oh, my dad beat me when I was one. You know, it's like, no, it can be exactly what you said. And then yeah. all of a sudden you think you're going to get really fat. <laughs> yeah. And it's just not true. And he was yeah. probably even saying it playfully. He's like, oh, yeah. this kid eats a lot. He, yeah, you know? he was. It was just a joke. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. you were like, oh, my God, my dad thinks I'm going to get fat. And that just yeah. stuck with you for 12 years. Yeah, which, man. Which is insane. And that's a huge thing is that this trauma happens and people are like, oh, but that's not trauma. It's like, no, it is. Yeah. It's very tiny and you probably don't recognize it, but it's imprinted totally. in your brain. Exactly right. And especially you know, for kids who are so easily influenced and, you know, to have a, an authority figure like a parent, someone that you look up to, it can literally be like you just said, I've, I've seen countless accounts of, you know, a parent saying you're a bad kid. And then the kid then can only live up to that standard because that's all they hear, you know, and that can happen all the time with anything. It can be in a slight tone change, you mm -hmm. know, it can mm -hmm. be the way that it's inflected as, uh, frustration or disappointment and then the kid internalizes that or anyone you don't have to be a child to internalize anything but just on that point you know it's like 
as human beings, we're so easily influenced, and especially in our younger years when we're looking up to um, yeah an authority figure or someone in our life that we trust. So yeah, our, our parents are there's only two people in the world that we think that know everything. You know, mm. they think they whatever they say must be true because you know who else is out there? It's just our parents. My household is what most people think. Yeah. You know? Um. So it is incredible. And that is something that I want to pass on to the listeners or people that end up watching this is that, yeah, like it can backdate to who knows how long, and it could be the smallest thing. Like you said, some of the way someone looked at you, the way they inflected their tone or the way, just the choice of word. Cause I'll be in a rush or whatever yeah. can carry on with you. Uh, I read this really cool quote. Uh, as she was on a podcast. One of the guys said, uh, your, he goes, be mindful because he goes, your external words can become someone's internal words. Mm. Uh, and I was like, wow, that's like, like where everything that you say and someone hears, like who knows how many times they might replay that back to themselves yeah. and yeah. what impact it can have on them. So, you know, I want to shift it over to you, Aimon, if that's all right. So you've done the whole video thing and you do the uh, production and you music and all that. Why did you get down this route? Like, why did you go down a little bit more of the self-development route? Obviously, like you've mentioned like 20, 20 books already so far. So you obviously have done some work on yourself. Like where did that come from? Yeah, so my very first audio book, um, you know, and I mentioned that, you know, I had a lot of thoughts as a, as a kid and that has never stopped, you know, and it's been a blessing and a curse. So I've always overanalyzed things. And so it made me a little bit, you know, socially retarded, but then also obviously it has allowed me to develop on, like on my own and see things that potentially other people can't see, whether it's social situations or see things in myself and become more aware of my ego but the very first book that I listened to was Awaken the Giant Within by mm. Tony Robbins. I don't know where I got it from. I must have downloaded it from a torrent or something like that. <laughs> but for some reason, you know, I found that and I forgot where, the, where exactly I was listening to it. Um, but I would have been like, like 14 or 15. And, that, you know, this is my first entrance into anything self-development. I was always having these thoughts like, ah, oh, there's something more. There's something more. You know, I'm just not satisfied as like a 14 year old kid, you know, it's like, I know there's something more like, it's not good enough, like felt what I thought was depression or, you know, just I'm, I don't fit into this world. What's wrong with me. And then I hear that audiobook and I listen to it like 10 times within the next few weeks. Cause I was like, this is it, man. This is what's going on. You know, there's something bigger and this guy knows what's up. Cause you know, back in the day, he's like, who's into self-development. It's like, it's Tony Robbins. Like no one totally. else. Totally. <laughs> it's like really. an hour and a half audio book. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's like an hour and a half audio book, but that was the first trigger for me to go, oh my God, I'm not alone. And this is why I think it's so important that we have a podcast. Cause if we can do that to one person where they go, oh my 100%. God, it's not just me, man. Love Cause that's that. what happened to me. And then it's, it was pretty much all, all up from there. And so I was lucky enough, you know, I don't have too many friends that I can talk about self-development stuff with, but I clicked with them we always have conversations where we build on things that we're talking about and I'll have a theory and he adds to it. And that's why nice. I said, whenever we leave each other, we feel energized because like a theory becomes complete or whatever. Yeah. You complete me. That's kind of how my self-development journey started. And um, yeah, it's a bit odd because I don't have too many self-development friends, but um, yeah, because yeah, I'm always into creating. So from that 14, 15 year old, you sort of just kept like reading more books and in that space like did you know what self-development was then or was it just like i want to find more books like this yeah i, I didn't didn't even label it as self-development you know um and because i didn't even know what it was what, like where to look for it or whatever podcast weren't even a thing then you yeah, know it yeah. took another couple of years and then pretty much the next audiobook that i read was uh um uh, holy oh, shit, it was oh um no the no, um, one after that. the 
it's right here. Hold on. <laughs> Re-listening to it for like the third time, whatever. Um, the Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Yeah, yeah. And I was yeah, on my first yeah. Yeah, overseas trip, and that was also because it made me very aware of the whole ego thing. And I was like, mm. I've been thinking about this, but I didn't know what it was. And the way he labeled things, I was like, this is what what it is. Explained you know? it well. Good. So, yeah. Glad to hear. Glad to hear. For for does do you reckon that helped you become a bit of a you know videographer, better production? Everything because like you know. Well, the thing that I use to get results is a video camera. My actual main skill that gets the real results is communication. Mm. And good communication comes from understanding people, understanding what's going on. So my ability to interview people, to actually get amazing performances out of people on camera, you know, every time my feedback is like, like, wow, you always make me feel so alive and it's so easy to talk to you on camera. And every other videographer, it's like, they're just like, okay, go. Literally had this conversation the other night. He was like, yeah, I was with a video guy. And he was like, just set up the camera. He was like, okay, good. And he was like, I didn't know what to do. He's a builder, you know? And it's like, yeah. so yeah, understanding people, communication, absolutely. Like learning about self-development, myself, yeah. growing as a person, learning a bunch of business books. That's helped me in business 100%. Tenfold. Love that. Love that. Dan, for you, you know, sort of now really tied in what you sort of did through uni and now putting it out in a more public way. I don't want to say, do you enjoy, like, which one do you enjoy better, the more one-on-one or the podcast, but, you know, do you think they complement each other? Has, a, has doing a podcast and interviewing people, hearing more stories allowed you to be a better counselor? Yeah, 100%. I think it's, it's developed so many skills. And one of the things is, you know, we've kind of spoken about it before, Eamon and I, like on the podcast, it's almost like we're, we're hacking our way to to knowledge or to growth like we're taking gems from these amazing guests that we've had on and we're we're taking things that are resonating with us and then we're kind of implementing them into our lives and from there the amount of times that Eamon and I have used a term that a guest has said or some Mm. sort of theory and I use that with my clients and it it regularly comes up in my mind as as almost like something that I could maybe interject here or maybe offer some sort of thought process here so it's helped with that it's helped with confidence Um, It's also a skill that that I didn't think, you know, like sitting counseling someone, like there's a form of interviewing there. Like there's something called motivational interviewing, but it's completely different to being on a camera (laughs) and interviewing someone sitting right next to you, Mm. knowing that you're trying to find a a particular piece of value almost. Mm. So Mm. yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. The amount of skills I've gained from it. I think to answer the question hundred percent, it's, it's helped me grow as a counselor and as a person um, and anything, I guess, that we do that helps us grow totally. as, a, as a person on a personal level is going to kind of flow into our professional life anyway. Mm. It's so like almost, yeah, so I, I came from like a trade background. So it's sort of the way I envision what you said and visualize it is like having my tool belt and you're just mm. picking up tons of tools and you're carrying them all around. And whenever oh, time you need belt. something, you just rip it out and be like, here, I need this right now. You know, yeah. so-and-so said this and they use this process or they use this terminology. Here, this is going to be your best medicine. Are you um, aware of trademark then? Hey. Are you aware of Trademark? Yeah, Trade. Trademark. No. Oh, definitely check that out after yeah. the podcast, man. They're a, they're a local organization. They're a clothing company, but they're also, uh, the whole thing is like mental health for tradies, essentially. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they'll have awesome. you on their podcast and you, it would be a great fit for you, especially if you have to, a trade yeah. background. They're doing some amazing definitely. stuff. I have to really trade might. I have to. Trade uh, might, yeah. Trade they, they've been on our podcast as well, so you can check. I might go and listen yeah, to that one as well. And uh, yeah, that's a good one. Thanks for sharing that. Guys, what would be your top three habits, would you say, to making, you know, your day the dream life? 
Disciplined, mindful, creative. Wow. Have you not done your life system? Consistent, <laughs> intentional, and I think honest, but honest with myself of what's actually achievable because sometimes we all put too much on our list. So it's the idea of being honest with what you can achieve, um, but then that could be a limiting belief, maybe. Could be. Maybe I'm limiting my potential. But yeah, consistency, integrity, and yeah. Honestly. Do you think being honest to yourself holds you back? Potentially. I think it, it probably could. Probably could, yeah. So maybe I have to scrap that one. So this has I been a breakthrough. It's... This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I think also like in terms of like burnout in mm-hmm. a counseling space and in a creative space, that's also a ma- massive thing. And I'm sure creators and anyone in a professional space feels burnout depleted of, you know, depletion of energy or, or drive or motivation. Um, so I think what I mean by the honesty is actually recognize your body, like be yeah, honest with good. yourself. Like if you yeah. can't do that, yeah. that's completely fine. There's, totally. Can, yeah. Agreed. And you know what? That's probably one of the biggest things I learned through COVID was, you know, being okay with, you know, if I'm feeling tired, because I'm a hard worker. So if I'm feeling tired, I'm not being lazy. Yeah. Like allow it to happen. Like, okay, cool. Well, maybe I need to get some rest. That's my yeah. body telling me shit, Jamie, like, cool. You've done some serious hours these last four days and needs another extra hour night sleep tonight. It's, it's hard to do though. If you're, if you have a mindset like us, you just yeah. start bullying yourself. Like it's not good enough. Why aren't yeah. you doing that? Yeah. And then you do the work and it's like trash work anyway. It's like, totally. no, you just need to, you just need to relax. Yeah. Like, there comes a time where it's like, yeah, push through a little bit. And then, you know, you reach the the higher level, but then also comes a time of being honest with yourself and saying, am I being lazy or am I like actually tired? Yeah. yeah. Or am I actually sore from training? Yeah. <laughs> whatever it might be, you know, there, there has to be that nice, you know, polarize of it and difference in it do you remember the moment where you said wow like this is real like shit like not i've made it but like wow like this is real like we're doing it with the podcast are you saying podcast and maybe even in just your own lives cool well what was the question sorry was there was there a question do you remember the moment where you sort of said that's all right do you remember the moment where you sort of said wow like we've made it like this is real like this, like we're doing it. Like we're doing what we envisioned. Like we're doing what we said would do. Not the exact moment, <clears throat> because it's there is no making it. You know, it's exactly like right. Yeah, you get to a stage and then you get to the next stage or whatever. <clears throat> but was there a time when you sort of said, like, wow, like we're living it. Like, like it's what we dreamed six months ago before starting this podcast. It's actually here. Yeah. So like it, it kind of hit us about a year into the podcast, which was this January, right? Yeah. We were like, oh, we've been doing this for a year and we've done, you know, 50 episodes or something. And that kind of was, you know, one of the moments that kind of made us realize that we are on this on this dream life journey, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, we are actually doing the thing. And, and one of the bigger issues here is that it's like, you know, all these different pressures as we were kind of talking about from family and society. It's like, you want to be rich and you want to have Porsches and you want to have <laughs> bitches or whatever. It's like, we realized that it's like we've discovered what our dream life is yeah. outside of all expectations of society and everything else. And we may not be there now, but we are, we are aware that we are on the path to get to exactly what we want out of 100%. our lives. Mm-hmm. Which is you're, more, you're more closer than you'll ever be because you know what it is instead of chasing something that you think you like, oh, because the magazine says I have to have a car or a Porsche or a boat or a holiday in Miami. Yeah. You're more close than you'll ever be if you actually know what it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 100%. And I think Good. for me, the moment I, I really, I recognized that for the podcast, it was real. Something that uh, I didn't feel prior to that was, you know, for the first, I think five, six episodes, it was just Eamon and I. 
And that was kind of something that I developed in my mind, kind of subconsciously. I was like, oh, cool, we're doing this thing. It's just Eamon and I, we're just chatting about things. And then I remember we had the conversation, like, should we consider some guests maybe? And then we had like three guests booked in back to back the weekend after. And the moment that we sat down with a guest and we finished that and I just felt like, like my cup was full basically. Like I, I left going, wow, like that person has so much to offer. We connected with them. Like there was, you're sharing energy with someone. Like it's, it's amazing to be able to connect with someone on that, that deep level and to be able to have those conversations that, that change you as a person. And hopefully the questions we've asked them will help them develop as a person. Totally. Um, and we did three of those back to back. And it was like, <laughs> I had this limiting belief. I didn't know where we were going. I didn't know what it would look like to have a guest. And then we did three in quick succession. And I was like, okay, wow, that was completely different to just Eamon and I. That's and I think that's when I was like, wow. Yeah, good way to bust through. Instead of just doing one guest, it's like, you know what? Let's just stack it with three. Yeah. And then we'll never go back. I love that. Yeah. Well done, guys. Podcast aside, now that we've actually had a number of clients come through our program this year, just like another huge moment for us is when we had that very first client. Totally. Because we have, we've come up with this blueprint. We've come up with a framework and we're confident that it works in our lives, but we actually implemented it with that client and they saw phenomenal results and just could not stop talking about some of the systems that we gave them. That really hit us in the face mm. like, oh shit, what we're doing is actually making a difference in people's Absolutely. lives. The odd comment on Instagram here or there, it's like, oh, that's great. But when, when you see significant results and someone change mm. the way they live because of something that you've given them, that is powerful. Man. Yeah, 100%. And it, it's almost like once that happens, it's almost like we can't stop now. Yeah. We yeah. have to go bigger. Like we have to go deeper. We have to reach more people uh, and do more guests and, and have more clients and really help as many more people as we can. Um, last question I have for you guys uh, is this. Was there ever a time or, or a moment where someone said something or you heard something uh, of positivity uh, or, or empowerment, you heard it, you said it, you, you, someone said it to you, whatever that really sticks with you. If there's a time where it's like, shit, like I need to really dive deep here. What's that one thing that plays in your mind? Like that saying one word, couple words, quote, whatever it is. Ooh, I think for me, the first thing that comes to mind was something that Dr. Benjamin Hardy said on our podcast and it's like throughout his books is the idea of a forcing function. And when I kind of understood that certain things we do in life are going to be more likely to happen if we change our environment and we allow either a social function, a financial function, or even like a psychological function um, to take control of the situation, it takes away just the chance. Or, oh, I might do that. Or I might release a podcast. It's like, well, the forcing function for Eamon and I is, is there's, there's a social forcing function here for us to do the podcast. Like mm. I am working with Eamon to create an experience for other people out there. And the forcing function is social. And then with the, the you know, the mentorship, there's now a, a financial forcing function behind it as well. And I think that's something that I, I knew, but I didn't have a word for it, or I didn't mm. really have a concept. But now I find myself repeating that. And I'll say that to people. We say it to so many people. Yeah, yeah. and it just sits with me a lot. <laughs> Love that. Mine would be a mentor once told me, perception is reality. And that took a couple of years for it to really sink in. But it's so true. What you perceive to be true is true. And that, like another way of framing this, I think a popular quote is, whether you believe you can or you can't, you're, you're right. You yeah, know? 100%. Yeah. And yeah. So that comes back to the whole limiting beliefs thing. But a great way to kind of like put all these concepts together is perception is reality. And that plays my mind daily. 
Love that. Uh, one thing that, that goes on the back of that, like I, I work with a lot of my clients and it's uh, perception is your projection, which is the same, you know, it becomes your reality. Like what you perceive oh, is what you nice put that. out there. Yeah. It's sort you of just, steal that one. <laughs> it's all <laughs> yours, man. It's all yours. Um, but yeah, what you perceive is what you put out there. Yeah. You know, and then that's ultimately what you're going to get. Uh, so it's that sort of tie in. Well, boys, this has been incredible. Um, you know, thank you so much. It's like, I've got tons of notes that I've personally written down. Uh, I've got some people and I've got some books that I've written down. I'm sure the, the listeners and the viewers uh, have also taken tons from it too. Uh, where would be the best spot to connect with either one of you, the metaminds? Where's the best spot for people to just learn and, and see what you guys are up to? We always send people to the podcast first. We have a video and because I have a video background, we love to film it in high quality. So if that's your thing, come hang out with us <laughs> on the video. If not, you know, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, but we're very active on Instagram as well. We love to video message people and we love to encourage people okay. to video message us back. Doesn't happen all the time, but when it does, guess it's so buzzed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm too excited about already. Like, send me a video message to someone. <laughs> So just, just uh, yeah, it's a good way of communicating. It's actually sending a video message and people always yeah. surprised. So that's yeah. uh, that's how we love to, to hang out good. with you. We're always there to, to chat. Anything you want to say, anything you want to ask us, good. anything about the podcast, hit us up. Good, good. Man, guys, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for making the time. Uh, I'll make sure I put all those details in the show notes for everybody as well. Uh, and I'll have it popping up on the video so everyone can click through and see it. Uh, but again, you guys are doing incredible work. Now, if this is just from me to you, like you're doing some incredible work. And like I said, listening to some of the episodes and, how vulnerable you guys are. And even just seeing how far you guys have come personally, like who knows where you will be in the next 10 years, you know, and where the podcast can take you guys. And if you're already envisioning and, and stepping into that dream life, uh, it's only exciting and, and, and bigger and better things to come from here. So, so well done to you guys. I appreciate everything you've done for even just being here. Uh, and then also even putting it out there. Thank you very much, man. We really appreciate it. You asked some amazing questions. Yeah. You definitely caught us off guard there at the start. There. Um, <laughs> good. That was, that was good. Um, I, I wanted yeah. you to be open. I wanted you to be open. You took our uh, podcast guest virginity. So we appreciate that. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. That too. Another one goes on the resume. Just one last thing is that, you know, if anything that we've said here has resonated with anybody and you think you want to live your dream life and you think you have maybe limiting beliefs or you, know, you wanna unlock your full potential, at the moment we have a 15 minute free meta minutes. You can just go to our website, book that in, and it's 15 minutes, we'll help you uncover what your dream life potentially looks like. There's no obligation. And if you then think that this is potentially a right fit, uh, it's also just seeing yeah. if, if they're a right fit for us, then we might be able to move forward um, and Good. you know, use Dan as, yeah, as your mentor. Yeah. Nice, nice, well done guys. It's, it's, if you are listening, definitely uh, take up that opportunity. Uh, for sure. All right, guys, thank you so much. Again, thank I really you. appreciate it. Everyone listening and watching, I appreciate you for joining in on this uh, episode and I'll catch you on the next one. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us on that episode. What an incredible one it was. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Remember, make today count and be great.